Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi. If you have just found this podcast and are listening for the first time, you might notice that it isn't perfect. I was still very much learning how everything worked at this point, but it does get better as the episodes go on. Thank you for listening, and please stay safe. This episode may contain content not suitable for some audiences, including crimes against children, mentions of suicide, descriptions of a graphic nature, and adult language at times. Listener discretion is advised. Daniel Morgan was one of Britain's 10,000-odd registered private detectives until he met his untimely death. The discovery of his body in the car park of a pub in Sydenham, South London, in 1987 marked the beginning of a strange and complex case that would include allegations of drug networks and corrupt police officers. To this day, we still don't know for sure exactly what happened to Daniel Morgan and his death remains one of Britain's most investigated unsolved murders. You are listening to True Crime Britain. Join me, Rhiannon, each Wednesday as I tell the solved and unsolved stories of some of the most disturbing, mysterious and heartbreaking crimes committed throughout the United Kingdom. Welcome to this week's episode. Daniel Morgan was born on the 3rd of November, 1949, in Singapore, where his parents had met after the war. Due to Daniel having a birth defect called club foot, 
which required surgery. His family, including Daniel's older brother Alistair, moved back to the UK. There, their younger sister Jane was born. Daniel's leg was operated on nine times during his childhood, but according to his brother, it never prevented Daniel from enjoying life. Daniel was still able to participate in sports and even played scrum half in the school rugby team in Wales. Daniel and his siblings grew up in Monmouthshire, South Wales. While Daniel was a bright young man, academic life bored him. Instead, Daniel loved working with his hands, using wood and metal. Alistair remembers how his brother built a kayak at the age of 16, and they used it on the River Usk in Gwent. After his school years, Daniel attended Agricultural College in Usk. During that time, he represented his college on a TV quiz, which is not surprising, as Daniel had a remarkable memory. Alistair later recalled how he knew the Guinness Book of Records back to front. After graduating from college, Daniel travelled to Denmark to gain farming experience. He learned the language quickly, and in a couple of years, Daniel became a sales rep for a British company in Scandinavia, before returning to the UK to work as a travel guide for foreign tourists. In his late twenties, Daniel married a Scottish girl from Perth named Iris, and they had two children together, Sarah and Daniel. Around this time, Daniel decided to put together his people skills and an exceptional memory for incriminating details such as car license plates and began work in the field of private investigations. After several successful years, Daniel set up his own detective agency in 1984, Southern Investigations, in Thornton Heath. The business specialised in divorces, recovery of higher purchase goods and serving court orders. But Daniel never forgot his passion for working with his hands and so, Whenever he had free time, he worked with classic cars, buying and restoring them. Alistair remembered his brother got an old Austin Healey 3000 sports car at one point and spent several years restoring it. While Alistair and Daniel had gone separate ways as adults, they always remained close. Alistair said, The fact that we'd shared a room for 15 years, played and fought together, had created a strong bond between us. I always knew that in a difficult situation, he'd be the man I could turn to for help. And for that reason, Alistair Morgan has fought for the last three decades to find answers and bring justice to his brother.
as he knows Daniel would have done the same for him. It all began when Daniel agreed to meet his business partner, Jonathan Rees, for a drink on the 10th of March, 1987. Just before, at around 6.30pm, Daniel briefly met a woman he was having an affair with at the time, Margaret Harrison, at Regan's Wine Bar on Brigstock Road, Thornton Heath. According to Margaret, Daniel was his normal self, and she didn't notice anything out of the ordinary. Daniel then left at around 7pm to meet Jonathan at the Golden Lion Pub in Sydenham, south-east London. Apparently, Daniel and Jonathan continued where they had left off the day before. They had been talking, or arguing, rather, over a robbery Jonathan claimed happened almost exactly a year prior. Back then, Jonathan had worked for a car auctions business in Charlton, south of the Thames, and on the 6th of March 1986, he was allegedly mugged of £18,000 in Belmont car auctions takings. Jonathan's description of the story included him failing to deposit the cash in a Midland Bank night safe and then being sprayed with ammonia and coshed. Afterwards, the money was gone. Daniel, however, didn't believe his business partner's version of events. Instead, Daniel thought Jonathan had faked the robbery and pocketed the money. Daniel and Jonathan's conversation about the topic eventually became a quarrel and Jonathan left the pub at around 8.55pm, leaving Daniel to complete some agency paperwork. Twenty minutes later, Daniel got up and walked to his car, which was parked in a poorly lit car park around the back of the pub. Daniel most likely didn't notice that someone was waiting for him in the shadows. Some minutes later, at around 9.40pm, a distressed customer came to the publican, Joseph O'Brien, and said, Joe, I think there's a body out in the car park. Someone had collapsed beside a parked BMW, possibly a drunk. Still, Joseph thought it was best if he called the police. When officers arrived at the scene, they discovered 37-year-old Daniel Morgan lying on the ground with an axe embedded in the right side of his face. There was nothing anyone could have done for him. It appeared Daniel had sustained three to four deep wounds to the back of his head before the final blow to his face. The crime scene was a bit strange. Daniel's watch had been stolen and his notes were missing, but £1,000 in total had remained undisturbed in his pocket. The murder weapon, a diamond brand axe, 
was wrapped in a sticking plaster, perhaps to give a better grip or to make it less likely for the murderer to leave fingerprints behind. It seemed like the attack was premeditated and poorly staged to look like a robbery. But who would have wanted Daniel Morgan dead? The detective who was initially assigned to the case was a man named Sid Fillery, based at Catford Police Station. He interviewed Jonathan Rees and accompanied him to the mortuary to identify Daniel's body. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Sid visited the Southern Investigations Office and took documents with him. Detective Sergeant Sid Fillery did all this while failing to inform his superiors that he had been working unofficially for Daniel and Jonathan's firm and that he and Jonathan were close friends. On top of that, Sid had even worked illegally as a security guard for Jonathan at a car auctions business when the alleged robbery had happened, the very same one which Daniel and Jonathan had argued about before his death. So right from the start, the investigation of Daniel Morgan's murder was flawed, to say the least. Sid Fillery was eventually taken off the case when the truth came out, and he and five others, including Jonathan Rees, the brothers Glenn and Gary Vian, and two Metropolitan police officers were arrested on suspicion of the murder. However, all of them were soon released without charge. The police were still looking for a motive for Daniel's murder when a former employer came forward in May 1987 with a shocking revelation. According to him, 
Daniel was trying to sell a story about police corruption to a newspaper just before his death. Similar accounts were told to Daniel's family, who began to believe this really was the reason why he'd lost his life. He was about to expose something huge, and those involved couldn't let that happen. More disturbingly, details came to light during the murder inquest that took place in Southwark Coroner's Court in April 1988. Southern investigators accountant Kevin Lennon described how he had seen the partnership between Daniel and Jonathan turn to hatred. Kevin testified that around six months before the murder, Jonathan had said to him that he had come up with a solution to the problem, where he told him, My mates at Catford Nick are going to arrange it. Those police officers are friends of mine and will either murder Danny themselves or will arrange it. Apparently, Jonathan despised his partner, who he saw as a womanizer with aggressive tendencies, which he felt was damaging to their business, so much that he was willing to pay £1,000 to police officers from Catford Police Station in London to kill Daniel. Kevin's story sounded more than plausible, especially if the rumours of Daniel planning to expose police corruption were true. But there was one big problem. No forensic evidence was found to support the theory. While the story of Jonathan Rees getting rid of an annoying business partner was convincing, the fact that there was no blood, no fibres, no fingerprints, made it impossible to implicate anyone. Nevertheless, the coroner returned with a verdict of unlawful killing, and the investigation of Daniel Morgan's death continued. Shortly after... Sid Fillory retired from the Metropolitan Police and joined Southern Investigators as Jonathan Rees' business partner, as if they had planned it all along. The former detective was allegedly seen tampering with evidence and attempted to interfere with witnesses during the murder inquiry. But unsurprisingly, nothing ever came from the accusations. Jonathan and a bodyguard were again charged with Daniel's murder in February 1989, but once again, the charges were quickly dropped. Then, in March 1990, an external police force, Hampshire Police, conducted their investigation, saying there was no evidence of involvement by any police officer in the murder and no evidence to support Kevin Lennon's allegations made at the 1998 inquest. They also found there was no grounds for disciplinary action against any officer other than strict admonishment, and this included Sid Fillory. Daniel's family, however, were not satisfied with the conclusion and Alistair kept pressuring the Met, saying, I have a duty to my brother, 
to my family and to society to not give up. The Met continued their investigation, which eventually led to entirely different charges. Jonathan Rees was found guilty of conspiring to plant cocaine on an innocent woman to discredit her in a child custody battle. He was given a seven-year prison sentence. By 2005, a fifth murder inquiry began after the Met's commissioner, Sir Ian Blair, admitted the first inquiry involving Sid Fillory was indeed compromised. Eventually, four people were charged with Daniel Morgan's murder. Jonathan Rees, Glenn and Gary Vian, and another man, James Cook. Sid Fillory was also finally charged with attempting to pervert the course of justice. At this point, one could be forgiven for thinking the case was about to be solved and the people responsible put behind bars. But that didn't happen. Once again, the charges were pulled before the trial even began. The judge wouldn't allow three supergrass witnesses, causing the case to collapse. Afterwards, the acting commissioner of the MPs, Tim Godwin, publicly stated that police corruption was one of the main reasons Daniel Morgan's murder remained unsolved almost 25 years later. He also said that Daniel's family should receive an apology for the repeated failure by the police to acknowledge this corruption. In May 2013, the Daniel Morgan Independent Panel, the DMIP, was formally announced. Upon completion in May 2021, it ran to more than 1,200 pages and stated, The family of Daniel Morgan suffered grievously as a consequence of the failure to bring his family justice. The unwarranted assurances which they were given, the misinformation which was put into the public domain, and the denial of failings in investigation, including failing to acknowledge professional competence, individuals' venal behaviour, and managerial and organisational failures. The Metropolitan Police also repeatedly failed to take a fresh, thorough and critical look at past failings. And that's where we are today. After five police investigations into the murder of Daniel Morgan, his killers have still not been brought to justice. It seems like the answer is right there under everyone's nose. But due to the failings at the start of the investigation, the truth of what really happened that Tuesday evening, 35 years ago, might never be revealed. But one thing is for sure, Daniel Morgan was a detective who knew too much and died doing what he believed was right. Thank you for listening to this week's episode 
and thank you for your kind messages of support, feedback, positive reviews, and of course, your patience. I really do appreciate it, and I love reading what you have to say. For transcripts, photos, credits, and resources relating to today's episode, please visit www.truecrimebritain.com. If you'd like to access things like ad-free, early release, and bonus episodes, I'd love you to consider supporting the show by joining me on Patreon, where you could get access to all that and even more rewards from just £1 a month. You can join now by visiting www.patreon.com forward slash truecrimebritain or see the episode description. Don't forget, you can also like, follow and or subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss a future episode. There are some big cases coming up and I wouldn't want you to miss out. You can also follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok and YouTube for regular case updates. Just search for True Crime Britain. If you're already supporting me on Patreon, you can find next week's episode already there waiting for you. I hope you enjoy the rest of your week and please stay safe. If you have any information relating to any of the cases featured on this show, you can contact the police on 101 or Crime Stoppers anonymously on 0800 555 111. For more information, please visit our website at www.truecrimebritain.com where you can find further details. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.